What's up, guys? Welcome back to Faded Truth. I'm so excited to be here in a staple of Las Vegas. That's right. 30 years in the making. I got the owner of Marrakesh Moroccan Restaurant oh, right here in the desert. Tariq Ali in the building. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Right <laughs> How there. How you feeling over there? I'm good. I'm good. I'm not faded, but I'm good. I'm better <laughs> but than you're good. But you're telling the truth. I'm good. Right? Yeah, I'm truth all day. I asked him if there was anything off limits, guys. He said no. I'm from Jersey, so no, there's nothing off limits. Okay, so what no. part of Jersey? Uh, North Jersey, Palisades Park, born in Brooklyn, raised in northern New Jersey, Palisades okay. Park, right over the bridge. Jersey family, love it. That's right. I, we always find each other out that's here. That's right, always. You know? Yeah. We always kind of migrate towards yeah, each other. That's right, and, and figure out what's the what's the best pizza. In <laughs> there's Vegas. none. Nothing. I uh, There's none. It's Sorry. The be the be <laughs> the that should be on your like late night rest. menu. Yeah. No, I know some <laughs> spots. I got my boys at Ventos. They put out some good pizzas. All right, so, you yeah. got to try them. All right. Um, okay, so I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you allowing me to be in this space. Of course. This is, uh, the tent. We call it the tent, affectionately. The tent. Sorry. Hello. Hey. Prince Ali, fabulous scene. Um, I've been here a couple times. You guys have seen the videos. You see me with the belly dancers. Yeah. And I was like, this is an amazing place for the food porn section because it's like basically learning culture and then mixing food with it. And I think you guys did a great job of that and you just have a great ambiance. So I would love to promote it and, you know, sure. have more people know about it. Because nobody, I feel like not a lot of people like know there's these cool places in Vegas. Like yeah. everyone's just on the strip. Yeah. They're in these, you know, restaurants, but they're not getting any like experience they're just getting yeah. the same fine dining bullshit yeah. italian sushi or steak that's right it. that's it okay so basically i want to talk about um being obviously you've been probably an entrepreneur since what age you know i bought the restaurant bought into the restaurant when i was 24 just a couple years out of college so yeah pretty, okay pretty young so what was was that your first business uh yeah yeah absolutely. oh shit okay yeah, i was yeah. gonna ask you what was your first yeah, well, business I, you, I, you know long story long story short is um, when I got here, um, I came to attend UNLV and then, um, some friends and I were bussers over at Cafe Michelle, which was a, you know, really ritzy, uh, sidewalk cafe back in, you know, uh, 92, 93, uh, on Flamingo in Maryland, which used to be, believe it or not, a, uh, a really upscale, nice area, um, back when Vegas money was still down this way. And, uh, yeah, just sort of worked my way up and, you know, the owners of that place own Marrakesh and... Like I said, worked my way up and, and eventually, you know, bought into the place and took it over and been here ever since. And what did you go to school for? I uh, believe it or not, I was a criminal justice major. So I really? Wanted to, I wanted to be a G-man. I wanted to be a Fed, a <laughs> NSA or something like that. Yeah. I could kind of see that. Yeah, because yeah, I speak Arabic and that was, even back then, that was the number one language they would recruit for. Ah. And uh, I was all about it. But then, you know, when... When I did some more research and, you know, the recruiter came out to campus and it's sort of like the army. They can station you wherever mm. they want for however long, long they want. And I like to wake up in the same bed every morning. So, oh, yeah, kind of didn't Shit. work. Out. Well, I, yeah. I don't take my freedom for granted. Yeah. So, um, OK, so you're Egyptian and I'm half Egyptian, half Lebanese. My father's okay. Egyptian. My mother's Lebanese. So how does the Moroccan like, like I said, culture. the place was already in existence. So but does that tie into your culture? Yeah, at all? yeah, it's the same. It's the same neighborhood, you know, it, Regionally in the Middle East, North Africa, everybody has their differences, sort of like the East, the West, the, the, the South and the North of the United States. You know, there's there's, 
you know, uh, different uh, dishes. There's different accents. There's, um, you know, different shades of people. But, you know, we all basically speak the same language. And, you know, most of the region is um, the same religion. And, and okay. we have a lot of things in common, but there's a lot of things that make each region and country unique. So I'm going to do a total, like, geometry or geography lesson here. Yeah. So Egypt, Morocco, yeah. how close are they? North. They are separated by a few countries. They're both along the uh, the northern Is rim it of still Africa. Africa. It's Africa. Okay. Yeah, it's North Africa and gotcha. the Medi- and the Mediterranean. And where's Lebanon? So Lebanon is kind of it's the Middle East. It's it's uh, just uh, uh, west of Egypt and uh, neighboring as well. Separated by one country and uh, but yeah, right there. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's how Egypt is tied into the Middle East. So the only time I ever heard like Moroccan was. <laughs> fucking tinder date yeah i met this guy he was like moroccan he was oh a um he was like a gambler those guys on on tinder are trouble <laughs> the middle eastern guys on tinder red flag run how do you know about run immediately i've never been on all t- your, tinder, all your friends i've heard yeah i've heard some stuff yeah that was the only time i ever heard of morocco and i did not get a good impression of yeah. moroccan men from that sorry to hear um that. they're good people <laughs> by and large good 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 people so you guys speak arabic yeah okay yes and then are you is the entire like culture based around being Muslim as well, or is most, do people kind of choose? Most of it, most of it is, um, especially North Africa, is basically um, 100% uh, Muslim. There are Christians and, and, and Jews in some of the countries, but, you know, majority um, are Muslim, yeah. Okay, and so... So, yeah, that does shape and influence um, the culture, especially uh, nowadays, yeah. So then everything that you guys make is considered halal? Yeah, our meat is halal. Okay, and can you explain what halal is? Halal just means it's um, it's butchered by you know the um, by Islamic standards, where you know the the animal is not tortured or bludgeoned or or anything like that, uh, or made to suffer, um, uh, slaughtered by the throat, preyed upon. Um, so it's really like drained. a ritual kind of blood like is drained. It's very sacrificial. It's a very it's a very humane way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, well, because yeah. I know everyone says there's no humane way to kill something it's that true. doesn't want to be is, killed, but it's still better true, than like you see the videos of these yeah, things no, no, no. in slaughterhouses, no, and that's no, no. why I'm those like, are, those I don't are know where my shows. meat's coming from. You those know? are horror shows. You know, we yeah. prey upon the animal, make sure the animal's calm, and things and like are that. You, is, are Again, I'm not an expert Is it like a family that, like raising it, though? Is it kind of like farms and shit they come from? Um, like halal farms? or? Yeah, obviously, yeah. I mean, Okay, and they just have like a pasture. They have to be, yeah. And they're raised differently, and it's kind of funny, and... You know, a uh, um, makes me feel better about my. It's funny we're <laughs> talking about, meat here. We're talking about <laughs> halal and Muslim, and you're drinking a glass of wine, but it's all is good. That, hey, is that against can't it? Can't drink, man. Oh, is yeah. that why you don't drink? That's why I don't drink. Okay, I was gonna ask you if you were sober <laughs> yeah, or not. I was fun. like, damn, I don't know. That's funny. So you're on faded truth. <laughs> Allah, forgive me, forgive me, Allah. I'm on the podcast, but I don't smoke weed and I, I don't got drink the Muslim alcohol. On faded I promise. Truth. <laughs> I promise. I will convert her and I will. Make her change her ways. Hey, I got a couple. Damn Muslim those glasses friends. of wine! I mean, you yeah. could, April's coming up, right? Yeah, Ramadan. Ramadan's coming up. Yeah. Do you, fa- you fast for a month? I do. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. there spe- different ways to do it, or is it no? Strict? It's just one way. You just okay. Don't eat. Don't drink from sun up to sundown, basically. You get attitude from dawn to dusk. Oh yeah, you have to, of course. Okay. Well, the first five days are. I pretty didn't know much if you're used to it. First like, five days now. are tough. After that, it's pretty smooth. So it's just like one month a year that you. It's a whole month. Cleanse off everything. Yeah, yeah. Sex. Everything during the daytime, yeah. You okay. abstain, yeah. During the daytime, <laughs> during the daytime. Come on, man. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, it's just a, a 
month to reset, renew, rededicate yourself to, you know, God and the religion. And it's just sort of a yeah, cleanse. And then you meditate and stuff? Do you no, meditate pray. personally? No, we pray heavily. Pray? No, we pray. Okay. We pray. We pray That's five like times a day. And then um, temple or we go to thing? mosque, to the mosque. Okay. So then we go to the mosque for an evening prayer. Um, after we break fast, it's called Tarawiyah. So it's a, you're supposed to go every day during, you know, the 30 days. But, you know, that gets tough with, with work and stuff. So I try to go as much as I can. Gotcha. But, yeah, you're, you're supposed to. Okay, so I know um, COVID hit everybody hard. Yeah. Especially in Vegas because sure. it's a huge, especially restaurants. huge town. Yeah. Um, and especially restaurants. A lot of restaurants closed here. A lot mm. of restaurants closed back in Jersey. Yeah, Very sad. Like yeah. pizzerias that I've been destroyed, to since yeah. I was little. Destroyed like, the oh, it was so sad. Industry coast to coast. Yeah, especially in the in the big city, especially so, in New York. Yeah, tell me how you how you managed during COVID. Like, you know, what was I, going I, through your I head? told the story a million times. I um, it's crazy the the night or the morning they said okay everything's shutting down restaurants are shutting down business every business is shutting down um i said okay what the hell now this is my only source of you know income and cash flow and you know we've got employees and we've got bills and everything else and gotta eat so i said that morning so what the hell am i gonna do so bing 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 it was already the feeding frenzy on toilet paper mm. you know dry goods <laughs> beans rice water. chicken beef water you couldn't find it anywhere store shelves were absolutely you know raked clean and i said you know what uh casinos are closed i just had this idea casinos are closed um let me call my distributors and see if they still have you know a lot of this crap which i assume they did and they did and i basically turned this freaking dining room into a into a costco and you know pallets of toilet paper um dry goods um beef and chicken in the back eggs you know you name it and I was selling this stuff out the back door like Henry Hill. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy times, but that's how we survived. And, you know, I was... How did you get the word out? Um, social media and word of mouth. It was insane. It was a feeding frenzy for pretty much the whole, you know, two to three months that, that we were closed. So that's how we survived, thank God. Damn. And then, well, when we came back, it wasn't and really also back, catering, you know? And also catering and, 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 you know, to-go orders eats grubhub stuff like that so the word got around and you know so much support um from so many so many of our friends and longtime guests innovative that yeah we we hustled and you gotta be and pivoted and and just uh, figured out a way because that's i mean as a business owner you have to because yeah. like you said you're like what the fuck am i gonna do yeah, all these yeah, people yeah. are depending on yeah, me it's, and it's, it's it a crazy. huge i mean that's like the first pandemic you've been through right? yeah, well, obviously <laughs> anybody and it was um it was wild because you know it was crazy. And listen, even after we got through, you know, those two and a half months or whatever it was, um, when we reopened, it was a fucking ghost town in here, man. You know, people were not going out. People weren't spending. You know, the economy was shit. And then it was the 25% capacity. Look at us. We're tiny as it is, man. Yeah. So I'm like, I... Shout out I, to the mask mandate I was, yeah, yesterday. I was, yeah. <laughs> Huge. Huge. Thank God. Yeah. It makes so I was like, I was like, you know, there was some nervous, nervous, nervous times, but we just got creative and... You know, juggled staff around and and you know made it through, and then thank God. You know the um, the tail end of um, twenty twenty into twenty twenty one. You know we started picking up, and business you know more or less got you know fairly back to normal, um, minus the conventions obviously. But we just you know we survived, so we're we're happy to be where we are. Shout out uh, to all now. the businesses out yeah. there, all the small businesses. Yeah, Make sure you guys support local and That's support. Right. 
like mom and pop businesses That's right. because I've realized that even like buying dog food today, you yeah. know, I went to like the, the wagging tail and right. they like mom and pop. Yeah. The, the guy died during COVID from COVID. Oh God. Yeah. Wife and a daughter, yeah. amazing people. Right. But like, you know, I'm like, I'm, I want to support these people that sure. like really, you know what I mean? Fuck pets. Yeah. It's, the, it's <laughs> still the fabric of the country, man. It's still, you know, it's all about small businesses. It's, it's the last sort of vestige of American, entre- genuine American entrepreneurship. You know, I read something that said um, people will pay you because of why you're doing it, not yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, true. And so, like, people really buy into that whole, like, yeah. hey, I have a story. I'm a hustler. Sure. I built my business. Like, I'm passionate and listen, about this. You have, and at the end of the day, you got to have you got to have a good product, you know. But if people passionate people are the people that are, you know, opening mom and pops and and it's in a field or an arena that they're familiar with and good at. That's why they, you know, they open their their business in that in that respect. So. You know, it, yeah, definitely give uh, small business opportunities. What do you think is like a misconception about the Muslim culture or Moroccan culture? Oh, man. I don't even know where to begin with that. <laughs> Jesus, mistreatment of women, which is total horse shit. Oh, like they can't wear. Yeah, it's bullshit. You okay. know, oh, they got to wear, they cover their hair and all this. Get the fuck out of here. So they, if I go to Dubai, you're saying that's it's not going to happen? It's out of modesty, you know, and, and being humble. It's not something where, you know, the... Uh, we just believe that you know a, a woman's hair, which you know shows beauty and everything else, should just be enjoyed by her husband and not by fucking men. You know, walking down the street, you know, hitting on him and catcalling and and shit like that. You know, long sleeves. We just don't want our women to to show. No offense, but you know, uh, <laughs> fade truth again. Cleavage, yeah. <laughs> and no offense, you know, cleavage and everything else. Like that's for her, for a husband to enjoy. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And well, I'm single. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. But to each, you know, we don't yeah, we don't judge at the same time. But there's there's so many misconceptions about the Muslim faith, and it's everybody, you know, thinks oh, it's so so backwards and so archaic. And like, no, man, I'm as fucking modern and progressive as it is. But yeah, I don't I don't drink, I don't do drugs, I don't do you know all that stuff. And you know, but uh, there's a million of them. I could go I could go down the is line. Is there one that We'd annoys you the most, like personally, uh, that you hear? Um, of course, that Arab—I mean, Muslims are and and Arabs are are violent people. You know okay. what I mean? In general, it's like it's just one of those things where you know a tiny freaking you know percentage of 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 the population gets you know yeah. is and the rest of us are swept under that that umbrella um, because of those few scumbags. You know what I mean? It's it's well, it's that's like every culture, you know. Yeah. You know, because a lot of the bad seeds, a lot of people, you know, give us yeah, give the rest of us a bad. Everyone's rap and, a certain statistic and, Arabs, and things. Arabs, Middle Easterners. Muslims, even Christians and, and, and Arab Jews, you know, they very, very peaceful, humble, um, hospitable. I mean, the most hospitable people you'll ever meet in your life. Um, and, you know, the, the others just give us a, somewhat of a bad rap. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, do I look Middle Eastern to you? Yeah, I thought you were. I thought you were actually more, you know, part Indian, maybe Pakistani. Uh, something like that, but you could you could definitely pass for for. So when you say Indian, who is yeah. that referring to? What kind of from India? Okay, gotcha. Because you know, like everyone kind of yeah. groups it. Like, yeah, no, no. Because now I've learned to say Middle Eastern. Yeah, I used to say Indian about every no, Indian, everybody, Indian but it's, is, you know, it's just Asian, Indian. South Asian. Um, so yeah, no. Indian. I get that a lot. Indian Pakistan. That's like the number one thing that no, I get absolutely. about my culture I is. See that. And I actually just took my ancestry test this morning because I didn't eat, drink, or smoke for sixty minutes, guys. Oh boy. And I was able to swap. So when do you get the results? I think it's like six weeks. I didn't um, mind. I didn't care about expediting it. I'll be, I'll be anxious <laughs> to see the results. Of that. Well, I'll, I'll like for what I know yeah. now, it's German, Irish, English. It's all bullshit. You're not no Nicaraguan. Fun. You're Nicaraguan all day, all day. Jamaican. 
Jamaican all day. And Mix it all and up. And from Spain, Spanish. All day. But, but my mom is white, white. Okay. Yeah, like, and but that's why I'm very pale right now, because I can't okay. tan because of my tats. Okay. <laughs> or right, else so I would there's, be. So there's proof there. So your mom is white, white. So yeah, she's right, white, white. She can't even tan. Okay. That's why that's I'm like, ugh. but that's why I don't get pimples, because yeah. my dad's whole face craters from yeah. pimples. Oh, wow. So like you said, so what you is your dad? Yours, what does your dad think he is, or what was he raised well, my dad was the one that told me um, 30, at 30 years old that my gr- great-grandfather was Jamaican. Oh, Came okay. literally over from Jamaica to oh, Nicaragua. Wow. Nicaragua is the most African-populated country in Central America. Oh, I didn't know that. So half of the country wow. is dark-skinned. They speak Jamaican, oh, or wow. they speak Creole, and yeah. they have a Jamaican accent. Oh, that's something. Very crazy. And then the top is, like, just Nicaraguan, normal, yeah. like, whatever. But it's literally kind of like how you said. All cultures have different colors. Yeah. But I feel like there's always colorism in cultures, t- sure. in the same culture, too, you know? Sure. And so half the country is kind of like divided, cool. it seems. I didn't know that. You just yeah. told me something. That's cool. So um, I'm excited to see what else I am. Yeah. <laughs> I really think I have some type of like Native American. Get your or... bets in now. We're going <laughs> to get I used to do that in. when I was bartending. I'm Give like, if you can guess what, what, what I am, put, you get a free drink or gonna, you owe me $20. We're going to put odds up on the Super Bowl uh, <laughs> betting board. Are you, on, are you betting? <laughs> no, I don't bet. <laughs> oh, right. Can't is gamble. Okay. Can't gamble either. Oh, jeez. I listen. I give people my picks all day. So but wait, I just what do they say about sex out of marriage? I just don't put money on it. That's all. What do they say about sex out of marriage? Listen, man. I, <laughs> you know, sex out of marriage. Yeah, you're not supposed to. But come on, man. At some point. Yeah, come on. Come on. <laughs> At some point, we gotta break the rules. It's 2022. Okay, so I'm so excited for our food today. Yeah. So here at Marrakesh, we have a five course or six. Six course. Six course. About meal. to be a seven course after we do the remodel in uh, in a couple of months. Well, yeah, and I I mean yeah. everyone knows I love to eat, so I'm yeah. good with seven courses. Yeah. Um, can you tell us? Can you kind of bring us through the courses and Easy. also let us it's, know why uh, you picked those? I've been you know spewing this menu for my entire adult life. So yeah, we start off with. Well, first, it's important. I mean, you'll, you guys will see this when they come in for the dinner portion of it, how we mm-hmm. wash everybody's hands with rose water. It's sort of a, a traditional thing in, in Morocco, you know, very old-fashioned, um, all throughout the Middle East, actually. Uh, rose water, uh, mawad, it's called, uh, or um, zar. Uh, it's just a traditional hand rinse, which um, it does have some astringent properties to it. So um, I was wondering if it was just water. Yeah, it's I was got like, some is this really clean of me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but it smells really nice, and it's it's a nice little. I love it. It's nice so little peaceful. ritual. It's a cute ritual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it it helps set the stage, and then you know most of our before the pandemic, you know, we didn't give out any utensils. It was just uh, eating with your fingers. You know, traditional style Middle ah. Easterners. We love to eat with our hands and eat with bread. Okay. So um, yeah, we. Um, you know, that's where it all came from. And so, but after that, you know, after the pandemic hit and, you know, we started giving servant spoons and, and forks and everything. So, yeah. <laughs> We're not animals anymore. Yeah. I actually ate uh, yeah. by my hands for um, a Kamayan. I love it. Kamayan vegan feast. I and it pre- was amazing. I preferred it. I was like eating fingers. the noodles. It's I was the like, best. yeah. It's the best. I love it. I love eating with just, just give me a loaf of pita bread and whatever else you want to put out there and I'll, okay, I'll, so I'll scarf yeah, it. Okay, so that's like a go-to for you? Yeah. Easy? All day. Okay. And then, um, and after that is the harida soup, which is a uh, Moroccan uh, wedding soup, they call it. It's um, uh, lentil. It's tomato base, lentil rice seasoning, uh, lemon, and then after that is the uh, the sampler, which is uh, hummus. You know, hummus. No explanation needed. You know, very popular. Uh, baba ganoush, which is uh, eggplant, basically made the same way, but with eggplant, which is my personal favorite, and just some marinated vegetables. You know, and uh, after that is the marinated and grilled uh, beef kebabs, which is the famous thing you see in the pineapple. Mm-hmm. You know, the skewers so skewers sticking out of a pineapple. So uh, we do uh, beef, chicken, shrimp. You know, some people don't eat beef, and or we do veggie, mm-hmm. vegetarians, vegans. 
so we have a, a variety. We also do also do uh, the ground beef uh, kefta kebabs, which is ground beef seasoned, um, outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. is the just some good old traditional Moroccan couscous and uh, chicken and vegetables which couscous is distinctly distinctly Moroccan that's in my green oh, no, chef no, no. in my 100%. cooking thing I've been getting couscous but I didn't couscous, I didn't personally like it couscous I don't like it it's like a Moroccan. weird texture for me so I've been yeah people I leave it out now people are yeah it's either hit or miss with people but I, <laughs> I love it if it's done right you would love it the pearl couscous is no, no 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 the pearl ones are the big ones that's okay. no we don't we don't do those we're, we're just the tiny little tiny tiny balls like little okay. little pasta balls and it's pasta it's wheat they're made out of wheat. Right. But no, the, the pearls, I'm not crazy about either. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then pastilla, we've uh, basically converted it into a dessert. Uh, the traditional way is served, believe it or not, it's a Moroccan uh, filo dough pastry. And the traditional way, I mean, there's several varieties, but the most traditional is with chicken and egg. So, and then it's topped with powdered sugar and cinnamon, but it's not a dessert. It's sort of a mid-course uh, or an appetizer dish, and we've kind of... Uh, Americanized it, I guess you can say, made it into a dessert. Um, but it's it's really good. It's um, uh, walnuts, crushed walnuts, uh, bananas, and chocolate. Mm. And then it's enveloped in in I'm uh, a banana person. I love banana. <laughs> I love banana chocolate. And then it's enveloped in uh, filo dough, like I said, and a little bit of butter, um, baked, and then topped with powdered sugar and cinnamon. So you've started this since the beginning, this menu. No, no. The menu was, I would say, no, I've changed everything up except for the um, the scampi, which was our original original founder's um, sort of brainchild was uh, Mustafa Alewa and, uh, and the harira soup, which are sort of like, you know, the first two courses. Mm -hmm. Everything after that, I've sort of put my my mark on and, and, and changed up. And we change things every every few years or so. I was going to say, that's pretty yeah. awesome that, that yeah. you guys have like a set menu because yeah. like as a restaurant owner, that's cool, be but amazing. It, you right? know what, it fits, it fits the concept. Yeah, but we do, you know, we get some people every now and again, especially, you know, later in the evening, late night, we do some a la carte uh, things, which is, you know, all the items on the menu I just explained on the sixth course, we'll do a la carte. And then also the, um, we have some other a la carte menus that we do later in the evening. But yeah, 96% of our business is, you know, derived from the six-course dinner. But it, it just fits 
the motif and it fits the experience of the place. You know what I mean? This is not really a table and chairs come in, you know, order um, a la carte. Everything's sort of family style. It's communal. And you know, we're we, in chairs now. Yeah. But when I came well, here it first, pillows, yeah. it was pillows. It was pillows. And so and, you guys can uh, ask for a pillow. Yeah, want. we can ask for a pillow too if you like. <laughs> So we got a lot of hippies that want to sit on the floor. <laughs> I got a bad back and bad knees. I can't sit on the floor. It's like I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, we do, you know, it, it again, it, like I said, it just fits the experience, you know. And, and it's one of those things. Look, and the, the, the bigger part of that is, you know, we've been the six-course dinner since day one. And if it ain't, bro- if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Hmm. You know what I mean? That's what I say. So do I say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You can adjust it here and there, but you don't have to fix it. Right. Yeah, you know. So the overall is still, still the same. Okay, and so with the belly dancing thing, yeah. the whole that incorporating into it, yeah. is that common in restaurants back home? Or yeah, is that in the middle, oh, all over the Middle East, of course, of course. Okay, yeah, and, so and it's uh, you know, it's 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 an art form, you know. And some people, you know, um, you know, it's frowned upon by some people, some people that are you know religious, a little bit ultra religious, because you know, that the belly dancers are in. They're showing. scantily clad. Yeah, right. Exactly. So that's they're, what I'm saying. So in back home, are they showing like that? Or are they covered? Some instances, yes. Yes. And some instances, no. Where they'll have, you know, they're... They're equally a showing, I guess, but they have like a light layer, sort of like a, uh, I don't even know what you call it. Yeah, and but like a light layer underneath their, wh- their what costumes. Was that, what was Aladdin? Where was that? Was oh, that was Agrabah, which is fictional, but it's <laughs> somewhere in the Middle East somewhere. Because <laughs> I was like, Jasmine was my shit. I yeah, Jasmine's the best. My, my year old, my, my <laughs> daughter. Jasmine last year. My daughter, that's an awesome. For Halloween. That fits you perfect. <laughs> and my daughter's, uh, my, my daughter Josephine, her first birthday party in september was a princess jasmine theme and i had a camel there and everything and oh shit a Aladdin jasmine outfit on and Aww. it was the cutest thing it yeah, was a good well, time i was jasmine when i was little and, and then awesome. i was like let me bring it back without great. The, without the covering yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the nude covering yeah yeah <laughs> so she had a little jasmine outfit on so that was cool but back to the belly dancing like i said it's an art form um but frowned upon by some people but it's it's a family show here. There's nothing risque about it. There's right. nothing, you know, out of bounds about it. And everything here is family friendly. Okay. So, and it's awesome. It's such a, it's such a, it's sort of like the icing on the cake for, you know, for the experience. Right. So you guys are going to see us partying. Yeah. You're see all, everyone having a great time. The setup's great. And listen, the, the, when the belly dancers come out, you know, the music's thumping, it's upbeat, it's, you know, live and people get up to dance and they, they're throwing money on the belly dancer. Like, you know, hey, man, the, the Arabs uh, were the ones that invented making it rain. So, you know, <laughs> we...
strip clubs we, in we encourage. Middle East? Nah, yeah, <laughs> underground kind of, yeah. But no, no okay. nothing, nothing you would know about. Nothing you could look up on Google for sure. <laughs> but uh, no, it's like I said, it's the it's the icing on the cake, and it's it, you know it. Our experience is is three pronged. It's uh, the atmosphere, obviously, which is gorgeous, and you know you don't you won't find anything like like this in Vegas. It's the tent, um, as we call it, and then the food, obviously, is amazing. You know, we wouldn't have been in business for 42 years if it if it wasn't. And then the belly dancing. So those are our three components that make up you know, what we call the Marrakesh experience. Like I always compared Mediterranean food yeah. as similar, but it's that's completely different. No, it's no, it's all the same. It's okay. uh, Mediterranean is broad. Mediterranean could be, you know, Middle Eastern. It could be, you know, French, Italian, um, you know, North Africa as well. It's very, very, very broad. You know, a lot of our dishes are, you know, Mediterranean. Like the scampi is purely Mediterranean. Nobody, yeah, because when nobody I hear shrimp scampi, everyone's like Italian. Nobody, I'm like, no, yeah, there's nobody, no, there's no linguine. There's no <laughs> fact that said, you know, there's nothing. There's no nothing you that proves that the scampi. origin was it was in was in Italy or France or but everybody seems to claim it. All right, we got the shrimp going. This is for the scampi. Who's your favorite celeb you've had? Favorite? Yeah. Probably Nick Cage. I mean, Nicholas Cage? Yeah, he's been here once. Oh, shit. Mm hmm. Famous Scampi. Scampi's coming. Scampi's coming. Marrakesh is going to claim it because it's the best thing on our menu. Okay, so I want to go into, I know we had brief conversation before yeah. about our horrible um, experiences online dating. Yeah, but I, I had one, just one and only. That was, I told you about that one. Yeah. Years ago, years and years ago. And it was during sort of the, the infant days of, uh, of uh, online dating. So wasn't having any luck and love and then um, saw this woman on there and <laughs> she looked pretty good. But apparently those pictures were taken about 20 years prior to <laughs> when we decided you. to go out. Yeah. So we meet at this place. And at that time, I was young, man. And um, she shows up. And I'm like, holy shit. You know, my aunt just showed up for, for dinner. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, and I just, and she knew. And I just said, yeah, no. So we didn't even get to the dinner part. And I was like, nice to meet you. Stop by the restaurant sometime if you like. And hey, was, at least you didn't have to pay for that the was whole it. dinner yeah, and everything. No, nah, no, nah, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, she was quite old. So obviously the dating pool in Vegas is whew, very strange yeah. and weird. Yeah. But I know that you're you, still in the mix, man. I you know I'm not in the mix anymore. Okay, I told good. you I took myself out. You boycotted. I now. had to take myself you're out. I was okay, like, good. this is just not even. Why? Good. Why waste my time? Good. Um, 
but I know you went through, you just recently went through a divorce. Yeah, so unfortunately. So I wanted to see if you had any advice for like married couples or divorced pe- people you know, that are divorcing because it's a big life change. Relationships are tough, are tough, man. And I am in no way the authority on marriage or relationships or anything like that because God knows and my friends know that, yeah. I've, <laughs> well, I've that's why I say you can get advice on both. Many <laughs> ships have sailed and they've all sunk. So, But for someone in your position? You know, I don't know. I think... In my case, it's a little bit more difficult because, you know, I just come from a little bit more of an ethnic background. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So You're it's supposed to stay together. You right? have to, but you have to check. You have to check more boxes than the average person. You know what I mean? And what I mean by that is, you know, um, you know, God bless my ex-wife. You know, and I have a great relationship. You know, we're co-parenting our daughter, but you know, they have to convert and they have to. You know, we have lots of traditions and holidays and stuff like that. And you know, they're. There's lots of expectations and, like I said, right. lots of boxes that you have to check. So my situation is a little bit more complex and a little bit more unique. But, you know, the only advice I could say is just, you know, um, listen to your your uh, significant other, uh, hear them out, and try to work through, you know, problems with uh, solutions and not, you know, not brawl. Right. So. Yeah, that's the thing. I, yeah. I just don't have time to fight. Be diplomatic. Yeah, no, yeah and I'm like... I, I'm still like not a debater. I'm more like an yeah. arguer. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, or I'm just like, I shut down, That's you know, I'm just Coast. like, I don't care. That's an East Coast <laughs> thing too, you know, so, um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's a tough deal and divorce was no, no fucking joke, man. Is that like, I told you it was, I mean, looked it's very, at ba- as bad of course, it's very, in your, in your culture, right? Are you allowed tab- to divorce? It's taboo. You're not supposed okay. to, you like, you're supposed to go through, you know, a lot of different steps before. Um, you're to get divorced, you know, families have to get together, but this is very old school rules. Families have to get together to try to figure this out. Then if that doesn't work, then you have to go through the mosque and the imam has to get involved, you know, who's sort of like the pastor has to get involved and try to reconcile from there. If you can't, then yeah, last, then you will be granted a divorce, but it's after a lot of things have been exhausted. So, um, yeah, it, it was tough, man. And like I was telling you, Last week, and and you know this is also very therapeutic for me, man. I you know I went through a divorce last year, and um, totally unrelated to the restaurant business, but um, it was the first time I'd experienced, um, you know, anxiety and depression. You know, because of it, it's it's like top two or top three, you know, most jarring things you'll go through in your life. It's like you know death, um, other issues, and then it's divorce. You know, yeah. it's like top three, and it's for a reason, man. It's 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 no joke. It, it, demolishes you does it make you sure. not um like does it make love jaded for you no no i don't i don't think so okay um i don't think so i think you know love is if you find the right person you know it it, it um you know it sort of will lift you up and and get you out of your your funk and your anxiety and your and your depression and release lots of endorphins you know like like the gym does and right. and, and is that just what you lots do, like for mental peace yeah recently you know i wasn't in the gym last year the gym has been a huge part of my life and i wasn't going nearly as much as i should have been last year and that's why i was i was just in a weird state you know what i mean but um you know back to the, the love thing no that'll 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 make you make you feel good and boost your spirits for sure so i haven't haven't given up yet but we're gonna wait a little while <laughs> that's for sure so dad life Girl dad. dad life's awesome, man. That's how is it? That's it's awesome. Josie is the light of my life, and I also have a uh, a sixteen year old stepdaughter. You know, my my ex wife's daughter, and who I've raised for you know many many years, and and we have a great relationship. And uh, but I'm I'm actively teaching her, you know, Arabic because I want her to be bilingual, yeah. you know, like me. And uh, 
I um, basics now. She's only she's not even a year and a half yet. So uh, I'm already teaching her and like you know asking her where her teeth are. And she'll point to them and then where's your nose in Arabic? You know. And okay. She'll, she'll point and then she knows where everything is now and and she knows you know when I tell her come on let's let's eat in Arabic she knows what that means. So she's getting say, it. Uh, their their brains are like sponges right now. So I'm getting it all in. I have her watch you know Arabic cartoons. Okay. Every day, nice. so that's a good way to learn. Yeah, so, I'm yeah. actually trying to learn Spanish because I'm a fake Spanish person. Yeah, man. And everyone's like, just put the captions on the TV, and yeah, I'm like, true. I'm like, but I don't watch TV. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way. You gotta, you know, you gotta immerse yourself in it. You know, any yeah, any language. So I'd like to, yeah. you know, go and visit somewhere for a few weeks and get it yeah. done. But um, so I know that you you can't. Well, you don't do drugs because you're Muslim, no. but you've tried weed before. One time, I told you. Okay, so tell me your story. My when you got one high. and only time, my <laughs> horror story. Is I won't name 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 names, but a celebrity friend of mine is sports television. A lot of people gonna know who it is automatically. <laughs> but uh, we we indulged a little bit. Um, it was on vacation back home, and I was trying it, and I knew we weren't going anywhere for a couple of days. And I said, "All right, effort, I'll try it." You know, I'd never done it in my life, and um, tried it. Nothing happened. Tried it some more. Took a couple more hits. Nothing happened, and. My buddy's like, man, you have a high tolerance. So he's like, keep trying. <laughs> so then, of course, like. What are you taking? Are you smoking? Are you eating? Smoking, smoking. Okay. So, I don't know, maybe like an hour later, two hours later or something, it hit. Oh. And it was like, I was climbing the fucking walls. I was paranoid. <laughs> I was bugging out. It was no, nothing short of bugging out. When right. they say the word bugging out, I was every ounce of bugging out. And I was just tripping I mean, it was good stuff, I assume, because he only does the good stuff. <laughs> I can't this believe it took an hour to hit. This was very, this was off weed, very, smoking. This was very, very, I, I might, it might have been inside of an hour, but it felt like an hour. Anyway. True. Anyway, yeah. um, you know, it just, it happened, it kicked in, and yeah, I was just a mess for quite some time, and I remember telling, you know, my, my buddy and, and um, somebody else was out there, and I said, I said, man, what the hell is going to happen to me? What's my dad going to say when I go back home? <laughs> you know, I, I thought I was going to stay like that forever. I'm never right. going to be the same again. I was just a mess. So, yeah, I, I slept it off. I was all right the next day. But, yeah, that was my Did one. Did you ever moment. tell your dad? No, hell no. Are you crazy? Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, I didn't tell him. So, um, how's your blood pressure? You doing better? Blood pressure is, you know, it's funny. It's like a, it's like a yo-yo. And... Um, some days good, some days a little bit elevated. I'm within I'm within normal range, but high normal. And my cardiologist always tells me that as long as I'm within this number for the top number, this number for the lower number, it's okay for me. So, but I want to be, you know, I want to be like normal, normal. So, you know, I'm on a few uh, blood pressure medicines. I'm just a basket case. I'm a, I'm a stress case. Yeah, so case. we're going to get him on some CBD, guys. Yeah, CBD um, is not the high stuff. doesn't get right, you Right, we're not going to give him THC. There's no. so many parts of the cannabis plant that you can use to yeah. heal yourself. And you guys, do you guys use plants as healing in your culture? Yeah, of course. Okay, so yeah. then it's the same thing. You yeah. incorporate certain parts without the yeah, psychoactive, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is only one small oh, um, part, listen, you know? you bring it to me, I will so try it because I, I don't want to take these meds anymore. Well, I was thinking, I didn't know if you were good with the beet juice yet because I was going to bring you something, like just some CBD, but I personally don't know what form of it would be best for blood pressure i still have yeah. to study it but i know that my tat guy was like beet juice he was like i it do was amaz- it was i do i do my my green juices but um you know i do uh parsley kale excuse me um beet also and, and a bunch of other things but i think i'm gonna try at least one 
uh, juice a day that's just beat and then yeah. try that. Maybe do like three or four beats in a day and see if that brings it down. Because I've heard good things about beats. Yeah, he was like um, just straight. With regards to blood pressure. Just straight juice. beats. Just straight beet juice. Okay, I'll try that. Yeah, that's why I was like, I texted you that day when I was getting it done. Because right. I was like, he said within a week, straight beet juice. Okay. Organic, whatever. Yeah, You're yeah, making yeah. it yourself, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I juice it up myself. But um, he was like, it went I'll try drastically it. down. Oh, okay. So try that first before yeah, we start giving it. you parts of the cannabis yeah, yeah, plant. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll try that. <laughs> so as far as... The renovations. Yeah. You told me we're getting a whole new Marrakesh this year, yeah, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, we'll probably get started hopefully in July, I would think. Right around there. That's at least when we're That's the plans for the new space. Yeah, so the new space is going to be expanded, and uh, and we're going to get an enclosed uh, patio out front. Um, the tent is going to be replaced. Um, we're going to put in aspects of a new tent, because this tent is really old, um, uh, incorporated with some some new lamps and some new sconces, some new wall covering. Um, and uh, yeah, the new the new decor is gonna be something special. And then like I said, we're gonna expand the space by a couple hundred square feet, get some added seats inside. We're gonna have um, a 20 foot uh, sliding glass expanse leading out onto the patio. So outside we'll do, you know, hookahs probably on the weekends to start and then go from there. But you know, our main dinner concept and everything will, will stay the same with the six course dinner and the belly dancing. Um, it's just going to be a different layout, a completely different layout to the restaurant and a completely new rebuild. And this, you know, th this has needed to happen for a couple of years. It's actually happening at exactly the right time after COVID, yep. you know, and, uh, and business will be good. Thank God. So it's, uh, it's the next step and we need, we need to evolve. I'm so, excited for you guys. Yeah, it's it's going to happen. You know what? I realize you're always cool. where you're supposed to be. Yeah, true. And once you kind of realize that, it makes life easier. Right. Like, you're not like, okay, I didn't do this yet, or I didn't right. do It's like, okay, I'm supposed to be here for a reason. Enjoy why you're here. Right. And then whatever you do now is going to project you for the future. No doubt. So I'm and just like a hustler, and then you're a hustler too. But yeah, like, you'll, you'll every adapt. day you just do little things. Adapt to survive. Adapt and survive, and we'll we'll do well. <laughs> We're going to do really well with this uh with this expansion. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Um, can you shout out the address here? Let people uh, know where they can Marrakesh. come. In Arabic, Marrakesh Restaurant, but Marrakesh Restaurant, 3900 Paradise Road, uh, just north of Flamingo on Paradise in the Citibank Park. Um, yeah, come see us. Say hello. I'm always here. I'm here most every night except for Sundays um, with the baby and uh, some Mondays, but most of the time I'm here. So. Can you say in um, Arabic, can you say... We're here on Fate of Truth. Until next time. Ahlan uh, wa Nihna hana bi matam Marrakesh bi Las Vegas. Our host. I forgot what you call host in Arabic. Or hostess. But in Muzi'a, which means our broadcaster, I guess. So anyway, ahlan wa sahlan bikum. Wa inshallah tsharraftuna. Tsharrafuna, sorry. My Arabic is like 80%. <laughs> it's like tsharrafuna, inshallah. And uh, that's it. And where's the, where was the faded truth? Oh, yeah, on fa sorry. Faded, uh, yeah, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> why, why? I was just waiting for the Spanglish. Like, yeah, I got to look at it. La, 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 la. Faded yeah, truth. Faded la, truth, la, la, la. yeah. The Muzi'a Taba'al Faded Truth podcast in Las Vegas. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no problem. I appreciate it. I hope it was all right. I hope it did oh, yeah. okay. Our family... Our, my family had a great time. Okay, good. We had a great time here. Good. We look forward to seeing all you guys here. and Come uh, visit when you're in Vegas. And visit always. Jersey is always Make welcome. Make sure you say that Faded True sent you. That's right. And then you'll get the best experience. That's right. You'll get the best experience anyway. <laughs> we'll get the we'll get the extras. With the I'll be faded, the belly dancer. With the Faded Truth plug. <laughs> I'm going to come out. The, she's going to come out from the from the drapes there. And, <laughs> and yeah, that's right. All right, y'all. So, thanks for being here. Thank thanks you guys. for learning something new about a different culture. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And until next time, peace. That's right. Thank you.
Thank you.